Hi, my name is Mary Cruz, and welcome to I'm So Glad You Asked, Every Woman Has a Story, and I Want to Hear Yours, Episode 10. Jordan Knight is the person I need to thank for today. He is the reason Melissa and I became friends in 2010. We also have an interfaith organization to thank for giving to thank for giving us jobs at the same time. But Jordan Knight is the real hero of our friendship story. I would like to introduce my friend, Melissa Munoz Rush. Melissa and I met in 2010 when we both worked at an interfaith nonprofit in Chicago. We were in our early thirties and quickly discovered that we both love new kids on the block. We were both products of South Chicago, South suburbs, Catholic education, and we loved all things pop culture. Even though the job did not last, our friendship did, and now we are both part of a daily girlfriend chat of friends that at one time or another have worked together. She is the friend that I went to my first New Kids on the Block concert with when they began retouring in 2011, and we have gone to many, many shows. Melissa was a bridesmaid when I married Mike, and to make it even more special, her husband Flynn, who is a pastor, was our officiant. And because life is full circle, Melissa and I now work together again at the same university. She is a blessing in my life, and I'm very grateful for 13 years of friendship. Melissa, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Mary. It is such a pleasure to be here, and I love you more than sunshine, and whoever doesn't love you doesn't love puppy dogs and rainbows. Thank you. I feel like there's somewhere, there is a Reddit or a dark web where we could find those people. But thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I know we've been talking about this for a long time. So, and we also used to joke that we would have our own podcast and I think we might still, and just talk about things. Maybe we won't hit record. (laughs) To protect (laughs) the not so innocent people we might. Yeah. To protect everybody. Um, So Melissa, we can start wherever you want, but what is the story that you feel shapes you and that you'd like to share today? Hmm. And wherever you want to start. There are so many. I will start from the beginning. (laughs) Okay, great. I was born in 1979 as you were as well. Great year. Great year. Best year ever. Um, May 28th. So um, I'm a Gemini for all the fellow Geminis out there. I grew up on the south side of Chicago, South Shore to be specific. Um, so if any of you are familiar, um, it's a very eclectic area. It was historically Polish and oh, really? then became, yeah, my, oh, I didn't know my that. grade school was of Polish immigrants um, okay. initially um, when it started. And so then, you know, started diversifying. Um, and my parents, I come from a diverse background. My mother's African-American from a really small town in Alabama, Clio, Alabama. My dad's from Belize, which is a little small country in Central America. And so they met each other in the 70s, you know, the <laughs> rocking 70s. Um, swinging 70s, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> swinging 70s. <laughs> um, and so, but it's deeper than that because my dad is also... Scottish and Spanish and then I have a whole list of you know different you know cultures and ethnicities in my you know ancestry.com there are many Welsh and Dutch and Danish and stuff and that's from my mom's side so it's just, I'm quite eclectic I will say um, but growing up on the south side of Chicago most people were Hispanic or black and we had some the, actually I will say anyone Caucasian was the minority well, I actually have a question. How did your uh, How did your parents end up in the South Shore? I'd love to know that. Like, how did they pick that area? Uh, I, you know, that's a good question. Um, it was seen as you know a really great 
area at the time mm-hmm. because actually back in the day it was kind of like segregated a little bit like there's a, okay. the South Shore Culture Cultural Center and Country Club which has a golf course and it used to be very segregated um so did they didn't they didn't allow um, they didn't allow anyone of color really? so it's still a really prominent golf course I see people all the time golfing there I'm like wow where do people come from well here's you what's know? interesting about that um I just you know Black Club Chicago you ever heard mm-hmm, of Black Club mm-hmm. Chicago so I just signed up for a subscription and they send you like a free poster. And the one they sent me was for the South Shore Country Club. Oh. I just, it's upstairs. I want to frame it. It's still, it's really promised. Nice. We almost had our wedding there, um, but it was like book the date we wanted or something. Okay. It's real booked up. People, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, place. So, yeah. Okay. Um, why my parents chose that area, I don't know. I have okay. to ask my mom that. I'd love to know, hear so, yeah. when you come back again. Uh, absolutely. Um, so, but I grew up, you know, mainly Hispanics and, and blacks in my school. Um, and like I said, minority was like, you know, some, maybe some, some white kids. Um, but that was the minority. That was the minority. Okay. Um, I always find myself to be the outlier cause I was very tall Yeah. and no one could figure out what I was. They would see my hair and they're like, well, why is your hair so long? Can I touch your hair? And it's curly. And who has to touch your hair? Just like all the, like. Kids have, adults have in my adult life as well, have okay. asked those questions. And your name's Munoz. Do you speak Spanish? I don't speak Spanish because yeah. my dad's from Belize, which is settled by, colonized by the English. Yes, um, yes. So he didn't grow up speaking um, Spanish, you know. Um, That's fascinating. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was kind of hard for kids to figure out what I was, I will say. So I was always, I guess, kind of embraced being different. Mm. And I was always taller than everyone else, too. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. So that's like part of my identity, I will say. Um, another thing that shaped me is when I went to public school from elementary school through fourth grade, fifth through eighth. I'm transferred to a Catholic school. And so that's when I became really familiar with Catholic guilt. Why did your parents transfer you? Um, my mom wanted a better education for us. Like okay. She wanted a private edu- education, um, which was, you know, considered better yeah. and still is, you know, in some regards. Um, and and my parents are Catholic. So it's also why. Yeah, yes. They want yes. To, so. I understand that. Catholic and, guilt. Let's, talk about <laughs> Let's talk about some Catholic Go. guilt, because the previous summer, my sister, my sister, I, I won't name the sister. Wait, how many sisters do you have? Oh, I have so many sisters. Let's see. I, I literally have to count them sometimes. Okay. It's Sheila, Kasha, Michelle, and Marilyn are my sisters. And my brothers are Gerald and Sean. Um, I was thinking about this this morning. Um, you are number, wait, you're number three. Three. You're three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Melissa, I'm also number three. Isn't that interesting? I think that's, I think that's fascinating. (laughs) Why people, why do I think like birth order has a lot to do with friendships and like marriages? Yes. So I was was thinking about that this morning. I was like, I think she is number three. Like I am There are definitely psychological studies that say dictate birth birth order dictates who you marry and friendships and things like that. Okay. So you have a large family. A large family. Okay. Okay. A large family, which is why I value my peace and quiet now. And the kids don't understand that. They don't, you know, one day, like you're being too loud. You understand? <laughs> um, oh yeah, the previous summer before I went to Catholic school, my sister and I spent smoking because back then my you parents smoked. <laughs> they would go get cards of cigarettes yes. from Indiana. Yes, cheaper. Yes, tax free. So, <laughs> oh, I remember so, very vividly. So yes, it was cool, mild, and my sister and I were like, I remember one day we locked the door, locked my older sister upstairs, and I made um, blueberry muffins and coffee. That's so grown up. 
my baby sister was five at the time, so I was like 10, and I was like, we're sitting around the, the table just smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee, and eating blueberry muffins. I'm like, I just want to be grown, just be a grown-up. Did you also have on a soap opera? Like, was like all my children <laughs> playing on the background? And, and my parents know this story, because it's funny, we got found out at the end of the summer because I was taking a bath, and my mom was going through my little patent leather white uh, purse that had the cigarettes oh. in it. <laughs> and, and, um, and she's like, you have cigarettes? I said, Mom, they're not mine. They're Sheila's. Sheila's my older sister who has really severe asthma. So. Oh. <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's not Sheila's. They definitely weren't Sheila's. But that was the end of, of me smoking. Even, you know, in adulthood, I've never had the desire to smoke. I've gotten out of my You wanted to try it just so. to be, like, kind of yeah, cool. You know, who influenced me was Madonna in that movie, Who's That Girl? <gasps> oh my she gosh, was smoking yes. Lucky Strike. I'll never forget that because HBO raised me because HBO would be on in the summer and you watch all the movies that are on. We didn't get cable until I was 14. I was one of those weird kids. No, I was a weird kid who like my parents didn't didn't want to have cable. It didn't corrupt you. That's best, Mary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. So thanks, Madonna. So like HBO raised you until you were 10. And then like, would you say MTV and AOL raised you? MTV. Oh, AOL stories. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing. Um, But yes, definitely MTV influenced me. Um, I fell in love with New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah. And Jordan Knights. And they were just the best they still are the best they still are the best we'll see them in june in tenley park yes we will yes we um will. so yes they are the best shout out to john donnie Wahlberg, who's around here um, <laughs> i've been trying um if you can tell me why i can't go viral when i do a hashtag that would be great let's 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 i need yeah, to let's do a lot of hashtags yeah hashtags like uh, looking for Donnie on the Fox, looking Fox for Donnie River. on my podcast. That's right. Donnie Wahlberg, you are cordially, formally oh, yes. invited to the oh. podcast. And when you are on, I'd like for Melissa and I to co-interview you. That would be wonderful. That would be awesome. It would be so professional. Yes, it would. Like the, yes, the, it will. It'll yes, be, it will. We'll like, wear suits and everything. <laughs> um, okay. So, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off topic. So mm-hmm. your mom found your cigarettes. You, bla- mm-hmm. you blamed your asthmatic sister. And she was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> Strangely enough, she did not believe me. Um, but yes, went to Catholic school. Is that why she sent you? <laughs> Probably. Like, I was, like, like thinking about the correlation. Who's this little demon I'm raising? You need some religion in your life. Um, so... At that point, my sisters at all had, you know, Holy Communion and, well, first oh, is yeah. Reconciliation first, yep. and then Holy Communion. Yep. But because I'm transferring into fifth grade, I hadn't done those, you know, sacraments yet. So then I had confession, which I confessed that to the priest that I'd smoked cigarettes that whole summer. And, you know, As he's smoking. <laughs> right. And, you know, then I did communion. So, you know, you become familiar oh, with sin yeah. and what sin is and instills in you I would say in me a healthy amount of Catholic guilt that, mm, you know, yeah. followed me through until 18 because I chose not to lose my virginity until I was 18. I said, you know what? I'm really conscious of this. I don't want to be a, have be pregnant as a teenager anyway. But, you know, some would say that's a late bloomer, but I, I think that's no. appropriate. I think that's exactly appropriate. Absolutely. Because, you know, also, I'm growing on the south side of Chicago. I see a lot of teen pregnancy. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends, my mom ran into one of my best friends when I was in high school. Um, God, I must have been a junior in high school at the time. She ran into her and she asked my mom, she's like, how many chil- How many kids do- does Melissa have now? What? And my mom's like, well, none. She's in high school. She's like, oh, well, I have two. 
you know, and now she's a grandma. Oh, wow. You know, so that kind of thing is like, you know, that, that definitely, you know, culturally, that, that culturally, definitely stuck, yeah. stuck out to me. Um, so, so yeah, very, it was very intentional with who I dated. Um, so you're very welcome. So, like, you were shaped. Shaped well. Is it okay to say like shaped by Catholic guilt? I, I will say somewhat, yeah. And then and then my environment. Did you understand too. it though? The concept of sin, because I still I still mm. actually struggle with it. I, I think it's a it's a it's a gray area. It can be a gray area. A gray like area, if someone yeah. is starving and they steal a loaf of bread from a, a yes, store, exactly. you know, to feed them, I wouldn't consider that. No, sin, you know, sin's such an interesting. Yeah. It is even as an adult, I struggle mm-hmm. with it. But I think I mean I know it shaped me, especially when, uh, growing up Catholic. Um, I was scared. I was genuinely scared of God. You know, like there was, mm-hmm, like I know all jokes mm-hmm. aside, you can reverently fear God because, however you subscribe. But mm-hmm. I was genuinely afraid that anything I did, I would be punished. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. Anything, yeah, anything I because, did. You know what? The Old Testament God is very like punishing. Yep, like, it's very like I'm gonna wipe everyone off the earth because of your sin. You know. Um, but yeah, Jesus yeah. was human. Yes. 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 You know, so. and experienced being human. Mm-hmm. But that's, so I don't know, but when you said that, it almost kind of clicked with me that like it, how do I say this? Like you consciously made a choice. You made conscious good choices because of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Somewhat. Um, if you talk to my siblings, my sister would tell <laughs> you that she was bullied. Oh. <laughs> no. Or was no, she I just was. given tough love? I was, I was very, being an older sister um in a way because my older sister is 11 years older than my oldest sister is 11 years older than me, so that was yeah so oh that's, she's 11 that's right that's she's... a crazy amount of time so it's yeah. kind of like when my parents got together then they had my me and my two sisters so i was kind of like the big sister and then i was really jealous when my sister michelle was born she's two years younger oh, really? than me i was so jealous because i'd been the one they were doting on like oh melissa's here and then mm. here comes this new baby i'm like what about me when I'm chopped liver? Like, come on, where's my attention? You like pull out your cigarettes. You're like, what's going on? I need some attention. <laughs> um, so she will tell you I bullied her and I set up fight clubs in the in the neighborhood. I made really? her fight other kids. Did you really? Allegedly. I don't remember these things, but she tells me. Tell Michelle we're going to need some things. receipts. <laughs> I need some receipts. I need some Polaroid pictures. Well, some will say it, it's karma because my two little precious angels, they definitely bully me. So oh, <laughs> I, they have a fight club. I, I it all back oh yeah me just me just um because we were born the same year and we grew up in the 80s um -hmm. my sister who's i think michelle's age uh something she still to this day will tell me that i did wrong is do you remember the cabbage patch dolls where the hair grew yeah like it would come out of the head Mm -hmm. i like cut off all that hair until this day (laughs) she tells me i owe her 30 dollars for that doll (laughs) so you know how much it's worth now man yeah no she was like it's like it was like this was like 1987 she's like that's like 30 dollars yeah oh those were a hot commodity i did not understand the cabbage patch craze i did not want a cabbage patch dolls so Feel, you yeah. didn't. I didn't understand the crazy I didn't, either. I didn't get it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you went to Catholic grade school, mm-hmm. and then did, you went to Catholic high school. I did. Went to Jesuit Catholic high school. Um, Can so, you say the name or no? Saint Ignatius College Preparatory. You know I who did. else went there? Who? A, fa- a famous comedian. 
John Mulaney. John Mulaney. He was a year older than my baby sister. I feel like a couple other. That's I'm right. sure. Oh, God. So many people went there. Yeah, I was going to say, um, probably a ton of other people Bob went there. Bob Newhart, oh, Melanie yeah. Hobson. Um, there's so many people that went there. Yeah. It's a beautiful school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like right on Roosevelt. Roosevelt Road. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, I'm curious why. <clears throat> so I know why your, your parents chose Kiss Education, but why that high school? Because I know coming also from Catholic high school. The thing about Chicago is, and it's always like, what parish were you raised in? And there were pockets of Catholic high schools all over. I think by you, there was like Maria and Macaulay yep, and Seton. Yep, yep, I think Maria, exactly. Macaulay, Seton. Mm-hmm. There was another one. Um, you could have, well. St. Francis. Saint, my mom um, went to St. Francis to sales. Yeah. And I had I had classmates that went to all of those schools. And then like the boys go to Mount Carmel, Brother exactly. Rice, yep. Leo. Mm-hmm. But like what, what made you guys and choose? And my sister went to Unity Catholic. It's closed. It was closed by then. Um, because my mother, who is bougie, as I will say, <laughs> she always, she'll tell you. That cancer. She she's a wanted, cancer. She's such a cancer. She wanted more for us. So she read that St. Ignatius was the best high school. Aww. And so... It's definitely the most expensive. Um, so that's what she read. Did she guys, did she drive you every day? Did you guys take My class? dad did. My dad did. I mean, My okay. dad worked for the water department. Um, and so on his way to work, because he worked, I guess the, with the plan or whatever, where he'd go pick up his truck or whatever, was like not far from St. Ignatius. Okay. So he would take us every day and pick us up too. That's like, amazing. After school. Like it was absolutely amazing. Truly blessed to have that door to door service. Cause some kids were, you know, on the train and bus and whatever. Oh, so yeah, was, right? That would have oh, been yeah, such, like, from South Shore to <laughs> Roosevelt Road was quite a hike. So, yeah. Did you had to take, like, inner lake, sh- like, inner, like, lake shore. Yeah, you get off of Roosevelt belt. and drive a little bit west. Yeah. So, yeah. definitely a blessing, um, for sure. That was the best education. I will say St. Michael's, my elementary school, and then St. Ignatius for high school, Made me such a well-rounded person. Yeah. And gave me so many life skills. Oh, I'll backtrack. Oh, please do. do, 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 do. Um, the nuns at St. Michael's were awesome. And I will call oh, them feminists. Yes. I will call them oh, feminists. Really and I don't know if they will identify as that, but I distinctly remember one, I believe it was Sister... Oh, I shouldn't name names. Um, well, if, you know what? I always say, okay. if you want to... If it's a positive, it is a positive. I believe it was Sister Deborah. That's also, I think they have fake names. Yeah. They, they, oh, yeah. I think they like. I think when they go into the convent, they, they give. The, they really do. Like they give them. Like it's kind of. Um, I'm not trying to compare this to working at a hair salon, but when in college, when my friend Jimmy worked at Mario Tricosi, they had to give people fake names and they called him Dean. So like, yeah, they can fake names. So if you messed up someone's hair, they couldn't come. Like, yeah, they're like Dean. Yeah. But I know when you go to the convent, like you let go of your secular life. Huh. And don't ask me how. See, it's like, like all this stuff is, you take on a name, yeah. a name or something yeah. like similar. So, and you like, I think you like, let like, like, well, I don't think Catholics call it this, but like an ego death, right? And like yeah. you let go of that secular mm. and you choose, you choose. So Deborah, Deborah. was probably a saint. I'm sure it's Deborah. a saint. I think it was Deborah or Sister Michelle. We'll go with either. Who said that God is not a man or a woman. Oh. God is a being. I believe. In my memory, I remember hearing this. How old were you? Um, Let's see. Maybe 11 or 12 or so. And so that stuck with me. And yeah. As my my nine year old son will say, God is non binary, but I'm not going to start anything. Don't write me hate mail. Don't try to find me. He says it because that's the generation we're growing up in. Yeah. They're, they're just so aware of things. 
And so that well, it's kind of like what Sister Michelle said then too, right? Right. Just a bean. Just a bean. A, just a bean. And so it started. Then I started thinking like, well, then why do we say God the Father? Why do we pray our mm. Father? And then I started thinking about things like, why does my mom take my dad's last name? And just made me more aware of those things. And I started learning about the patriarchy. I was just gonna say the patriarchy. <laughs> my favorite buzzword, the patriarchy. Um, and just made me aware of those things and how. You know, and I do research and, you know, well, back then you couldn't do much research until I got my computer. But you had, what is it called, like Encyclopedia Britannica? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Indeed. They, we did. I'm like, we I'm did. not, yeah. I, I remember going downtown to do research at the Harold Washington Library oh, to oh, that's cool. papers and spending hours there. Um, but I love that she said that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I remember some song we would sing and women say, use the pronouns him. I distinctly remember that. And that definitely made an influence on me, had an influence on mm. me in part being also that my mom is such a strong woman. Like she's mm -hmm. such a strong woman. Like, and then the whole idea of a head of a household, I'm like, and I love my father. I love my father. Hardest worker. I have definitely have my work ethic from him, but my mom is this very, she's much of a, she's a cancer. She's a talker. And I would say, well, mom is the head of the household if that's the case. Cause yeah. you know, dad's at work all day. And so yeah. mom is taking us to school, picking us up from school, yep. you know, and taking care of the household, making sure the bills are paying. Like, well, is, is that not the head of a household? Yeah. You know, and it's, it is not to disparage my father. In, no, in, not, at all. not at all. It's so. interesting though, because I often, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know you feel strongly about this too, just like with feminism. Um, it's interesting the roles that we were taught mm, and mm -hmm, um, you're mm -hmm, right. Like to me, that mm -hmm. would be the head of the household. She's right. running the household. Exactly. Even though she didn't work outside the home, she did real estate from home. Um, and I would oh, sit. Right. Yeah. She owned property and had like, you know, tenants. And so. On the South Shore? Yeah. Nice. And so I would hear her on the phone. Like, I know I got my phone etiquette from her for sure. When, my first job was like as a telemarketer. And then I became a receptionist at a law firm. And I remember hearing my mom on the phone, like, I know, talking to Comet or something. I was like, hello, yes, blah, 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 blah. And I like to remember, you know, mm. her voice would change, you know, yep. not, not when she's screaming at us, but when she's on the phone and being professional. And so I definitely took that on from her. I got that communicator part from her for sure. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, let's see. What else? Where was I? Where was my? Oh, we were talking about um, Catholic school, Sister Michelle slash Deborah, mm -hmm. talking about how God was a bean. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and even to this day, like when I pray, you know, I, I won't say like my husband is a minister. Yes. And so he and I have definitely discussed this endlessly and he agrees with me, but it's still, it's traditional to like to pray to our father. And I'll pray to our father, but it's like, I still regard God as a being and not mm -hmm. just as, and I understand why it was described, you know, it wasn't it, well, it was a patriarchy thing. And I always, listen, know. I have a lot more to learn about this, but mm -hmm. do you ever think it's because with the Bible, um, the words came through men. Yes. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I right. mean, and that yeah. was just the time. Yeah. That was exactly. the time. Right. I don't know. That right. I'm, it's still no, a lot to right. learn about that. Mm -hmm. No, you're exactly right. I you're think right. So too. I, I didn't even think about so, that. Yeah. The Our Father, Hail Mary, mm -hmm. all the things we know by heart. Right. Exactly. I didn't think about that. Exactly. Or is it like you ever hear people talk about more about masculine energy and feminine energy? Mm -hmm. So what if it's more of that? That like it's more of an energy? Like mm -hmm. you take on. I don't know. 
<laughs> don't write me hate mail. <laughs> right. Don't send us hate mail. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, there, there's so much to unpack. Oh, I would love there. to hear what so Flynn has to say. To do um, but he, like, because we've been together for, March will be 24 years. 24 years? Yeah, it's crazy. It's that's wild. How like, is that? Like, is that we're only thirty one? Like, I know it's crazy. Yeah, it's right? crazy. I was born and then I met him. Yeah, yeah. Like it's crazy. I was born. It's wild. <laughs> is that what you tell him? I, I was born that. and then you met me. <laughs> I do tell that. My kids are like, "What, Dad? Huh?" Mm. Um, so we do debate that in a while, and and I'm raising the kids are very much feminists. I will say, and, and to me, feminism means equality for both genders. Oh, I it love that. Women are dominating men. And I think a lot of people interpret it that way. They mm -hmm. think it's a negative thing. And it's not. It's just you want equal rights for women as well as men. Because historically, that, women have not had the same seat at the table no. as men do. And, and it's only been in recent years if people think about it. Exactly. I mean, it's not that long. Right. Exactly. I love that that's your definition. Can I tell you mine? Absolutely. Feminism to me is that. Okay. I remember thinking about this. Feminism means to me that every woman has the choice to make the right choice for her mm, and her life. Mm -hmm, does that make sense? Yes, it does. So like, yes. um, and I also know it depends on circumstance, but like if you choose and if it works out with your life and your partner that you want to work outside the home, that's mm -hmm. up to you and your partner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you choose that you'd like to stay, like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like you, whatever oh, yeah. is best. Mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. ideally within that type of feminism, Women are supporting each other and not judging. Exactly. Because we do have, unfortunately, I think there's like a culture of like so much judgment on us. Yes, there Why is. are we judging there each other is. so much? I know we should be supporting each other. It's know. it's hard enough. It is. I mean, yes. Melissa, I yes, I absolutely. I love your kids. Your kids are great. They're they are like so many of you, and you <laughs> but I I think it's incredible. I mean, you're raising two great kids, but you guys both work really hard, and you Indeed. you know what I mean. Like mm -hmm. that's incredible mm -hmm. to me. It's so much work. And also, too, then, then don't you think about it? It's funny, like, how your kids see you. Like, they see, mm -hmm. like, what mm -hmm. mom and dad do. I don't know. It's such a... Oh, yeah. They're definitely... They definitely observe, and they, they're influenced by everything. Like, you know, um, I remember I was working late just this week, and Ariana wanted to come sit by me and do her homework because she thought I was working, so she wanted to do her Does work, she, you know? Well, so. Wait, what grade is she in? Second grade. Second they have, grade. They homework? Oh, Yeah. They have laptops. They send them home with their laptops. They're like, you have to do these many modules of math tonight. Okay. And so they have to do oh, work. Okay. Um, so she got an award a couple weeks ago for reading the most books. Like she had, she was seventh in the whole school reading the most books. Oh, congratulations, Ariana! She's like, that's so great. <laughs> that's so, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if I can be a good influence in that way, oh, I mean, you are. do I have life, work life balance? Probably not the best, but I want to get stuff done. I don't know, you know if anyone so. does though. Yeah, I think we talk yeah, about it as yeah. a way to strive for it, which is good. I think I think companies are talking more about it, mm -hmm. and I think the more you allow for it and you have the conversation, people can figure it out on their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's whatever is for them. Exactly. Like um, I work late because I'm a night owl. I'm not a oh, morning person. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, that's when my brain is clicking when I'm best. Mm -hmm. And plus the house is quiet when everyone's asleep yeah. and I can concentrate on things, you know? So, um, but yes. I want to go back to this feminism for a mm -hmm. second because I, I, I know initially when we talked about you coming on, that was something you wanted to talk mm -hmm. about, but I really mm -hmm. love your definition. I really love that. Also, I want to kind of repeat what I said. If you really think about it. Okay. So our moms, how old your mom? Uh, 75. So she was born in 48, 48. So my mom was born in 45. Okay. And I think about this all the time with our moms. So we're both 44 and um, I think, I, I don't know too much about this, like the second and third wave of feminism, but like, we'll just talk mm -hmm. about women's race in general. 
Um, we didn't get the vote until 1920. Um, mm-hmm. right. right. Did I get that year right? Because it was just it was just 100 years. It was just 100. Yes. Okay. Right, that's right. not a long time. It's not. It's not. So, yeah. and, I, and then if you think about that too, the women who fought for us, Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. who really fought for us? Mostly, like mm-hmm. they they marched, and people thought they were nuts. Yeah, why don't? Yeah. why couldn't we have right. rights? Exactly. What, what makes us lesser? We were property then. Yeah. That's why you know there was a dowry put up. Here, marry my daughter. I'm going to pay you to marry my daughter. We give you a cow. Right. Exactly. Now, now you, you she takes your name because now she's your property. property. So that's that's. And I, that's, and I, and I know, you know what you're saying. Like I'm not mm-hmm. trying to disparage anything, but if you really think about it, sometimes mm-hmm. how are we lesser? How right. are women exactly. lesser? What makes us because, because of our we gender? give life? Because right, exactly. If any, we have the ability, I'll say this: we have the ability to give life. To me, that's a miracle. It is a miracle. Um, and why did God give women that gift? Yeah, you know. But I and don't, I don't. Yeah. And I like that we're talking about this, and mm-hmm. it's not negative. It's exactly. truly just curiosity. Yes. Like yes. we have. Yes. And it's so interesting too that I always found that. Um, stri- I mean. Strength can come from everywhere. I think mm-hmm. I think the biggest, a lot of your source of strength is going to always come from the inside, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's your character, you, where you pull it from. But Indeed. I think about, too, how things have been shaped where, you know, men are seen as strong, mm-hmm. but women give childbirth, Melissa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, the amount of pain a woman can endure in yeah. their story, you yeah. know, that's there's data on that, you know, a contraction, uh, no man could withstand it. And they, they tell you how many, like, if it ever be an electrocutor, how many volts of electricity that yep. is, you know, and, you know. I'm not just disparaging men, but I just. I'm not either, but I can tell you, when my husband gets a cold or my dad used to get a cold, it's like they were dying, you know. There's, like, memes about that. <laughs> I know, and I don't want to pick on men. I'm not. No, and I know you're not, but I just want to, I want to lift men. up women. Because exactly. I feel like this yes. is, yes, I'm, I'm loving that this is one of the things mm-hmm. we're talking about is mm-hmm. um, feminism, because I do want to lift up women mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. what you said, like, have equality, but. I do find that interesting, and I'm hoping that the daughters that are being raised now, and I can see that with my friends who have yes, kids, I see that yes, they're being raised like that. Like, yes, um, yes, that it's yes. not to say that they are better or you know, they their own beautiful strengths. Exactly. And and you, right. but but then with your son, right. you can also say you have your own beautiful strengths. Exactly. Exactly. And you can celebrate both. Exactly. And I think the important message to get to this generation, um, like like specifically with my son. It starts with the males too. I mean, mm-hmm. what well, doesn't start with the males, but it it has to be carried by them too. They have yeah. to carry the torch too. And yeah, so that's absolutely. Why Aiden, my nine year old, will tell you about the patriarchy. I, I forget who we were He's talking so to. Like your, his your pediatrician or something. I was like, he can tell you all about the patriarchy. Yeah, and I love that for him because you know it, feminism was considered a dirty word. I'm not a feminist. Like Flynn, you are my husband. I'm like you are He's a very pro women. Here you're very pro women. Yeah, you know. So therefore, you are a feminist, and it's not a dirty word. You know, it's really not. And I think that the more we mm-hmm. talk about it, well, and also too. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I totally got backtracked. Mm-hmm. So our moms, right? Okay, mm-hmm. our moms mm-hmm. in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my mom telling me. Uh, I think, oh gosh, maybe it was because she only worked until like she had my oldest brother, but um. They couldn't wear pants to work. Oh. Did your mom ever? I don't know if your mom mm. ever talked about that. But, you know, she worked. She went from high school to, like, secretarial school. Mm-hmm. Um, and she loved it. And she took a lot of pride in it. And But they couldn't wear pants. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, and But it, for her, like, if you ask her about it, and and she she doesn't see anything wrong with it, right? Like, that was just mm-hmm. the time. Right. But there was so much they fought for. I mean, you couldn't even get a credit. Did you know this? You couldn't get a credit card. Yes, in your or alone, alone, alone. Well, your husband had to sign for it and things like that. Or you couldn't. 
and I don't know if this applies only to Catholics, so I'll have to do some research on this, but I don't know if you knew about this. Um, let's just say hypothetically, you're, okay, so your mom's in the hospital. She has just mm-hmm. given birth, and if she wants to go on some sort of pill, mm-hmm. at that time she has to get permission. The doctor would have to get permission from um, your dad. Oh, God. Or if, if like your mom was like, I want my tubes tied, mm-hmm. you know, and I, my mom even said that too, or that had to be a conversation with like your priest. Oh, if you wow. Were, yeah. And I remember oh, my mom wow. telling, I mean, it's so funny, to, but to them, it's not, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't even a thing. And I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. but that's your body. Right. That's your it's, body. it's great that you want to talk to your partner about that. Right. I totally get that, but it's your exactly. body, but like, yeah, exactly. and you're, you, you need permission to from, do something. Either a priest or a body. doctor. It, crazy. It is crazy. crazy. Or like, what was the other thing that I was, um, um, I mean, just with the women's rights, 44 years is not a long time, it's Melissa. It's not. It's not. You know, it's not um, and sometimes I have a hard time using the term fighting for rights. I want to come up with a more mm. positive word. I want to say like advocating, mm-hmm. like women mm-hmm. advocating, mm-hmm. Um, or even like with equal pay now. Yes, yes, yes. And indeed. I know because like, for what you do, your line mm-hmm. of work, mm-hmm. I'm sure you see that. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like feminism is not a dirty word. And I want, it's maybe not. that's it's like, not. we could talk, that could be the title of this podcast because it's yes, really not. It's not. I think you're it's one not. of the, you're such an advocate for women. And I love that Thank so you. much about you. you. You know, you're raising strong kids, strong kids, not strong just a strong daughter and a strong right. son exactly. and a daughter. Exactly. Really strong, smart kids who are aware that things need to be equal in the world. That's so you great know? that you're That's teaching it. them so, that. Yeah, absolutely. That's the biggest lesson. I always said, if I have kids, I want them to come to this world, not with these prejudices, because racism and prejudice, that's taught. You know, like mm-hmm. no one comes to the world thinking, "Oh, I hate you because Especially you're different." Especially kids, right? Yeah. Do you ever you ever just right. watch little kids? Mm-hmm. They do not care. They, they love. Don't. They, they really love. Don't. They don't. They don't. Exactly. Be my be- It's like, yes. hi, I am Mary. Would you be my best exactly, friend? Right. And then we're best friends. Exactly. Can I have your Def Leppard shirt? <laughs> Absolutely. We should talk in this podcast at some point about your love of Def Leppard. <laughs> Indeed, because that also like yeah, was a big part of my childhood um, shaped me. Okay, so okay, um, I know I <clears throat> I got you off topic, but okay, <clears throat> so we were talking about. I knew how this podcast would go, just like. Oh, that. I know it's gonna go just like this, and that's and that is a when, gift. When we get together, we talk about everything. everything. <laughs> um, oh man, we really do. Um, okay, so where would you like <clears throat> to go back to? So we did talk a little um, bit about feminism and. Okay, how that shaped me. Um, being multicultural. Um, oh yeah. Going to the South Side of Chicago. Okay, you referenced Def Leppard. Because you're wearing a Def Leppard sweatshirt. <laughs> but also, can I give you a Love shout that. out too? Absolutely. And you can talk. You were just mm-hmm. featured in a Def Leppard fan book. Yes, indeed, indeed. I did write a fan account um, for incredible. this book. And the woman who started the Facebook page is called um, Def Leppard Die Hard Fans. She had the idea for us to all write our fan accounts, you know, That's for awesome. this book and compile them. We paid for it, you know, paid a hundred dollars, you know, just yeah. to help print it and where we got our own copies. And she is such a diehard fan. She's seen them like in concert like 120 times or something. Oh. Like she'll fly around. Like she flew even to Sheffield, England over the summer to see them in concert. She presented them with the book, which is, you know, so it's awesome. So we all know they have a copy and write our fan accounts. Um, but my love of Def Leppard started back in, gosh, I was 12 or 13. It is because of MTV. MTV raised me. Okay. Um, so like 1992, 1993. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They were, MTV was heavily promoting their new album, Adrenalize. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just watching it. Oh. And I became interested in the hard rock because I heard To Be With You by Mr. Big. I heard it on <gasps> oh, the radio. I love that song. And that song just like. Oh my God, that's like the best song ever. So then I started listening to rock radio 
And then I heard Def Leppard. I'm like, oh my God, they're amazing. Wait, like the loop? I'm trying to think what it was yeah, like. like I don't it was like B96. Like, and it was, was like, like some other stations. Yeah. Um, and I fell in love. And like, they're from England. I'm like, my, my grandmother lives in England. There's a connection there. And I'd be like at school on my ruler. I remember drawing um, like the British flag. And I remember this <laughs> voice. I that love this. To me. He's like, what are you doing? Like, why do you like them? Like, what are you drawing? And I'm, and I'm like, no one understood. Cause I remember at that time, Snoop Dogg was big and yes. Dr. Dre. And like, honestly, that those, the music offended my ears. Like, not that I'm a prude or whatever. Cause I was raised on HBO and Cinemax, whatever. That's another story. Um, <laughs> but it's like, just like the, it was like obscene. Mm-hmm. And Def Leppard is like, like Nick is on the block. is like pop and innocent mm-hmm. and just melodic. And so to me, it's like, just my soul just connected and I've loved them ever since and we'll see them in concert. Okay. I kind of remember this and I hope I'm remembering this right. Didn't your sisters like tease you about it? Oh, they still do. Okay. Oh oh, yeah. Oh yeah. My sister will say, you've seen them in concert. How many times? Like, why do you have to keep seeing them? Like, because I love them and they may stop touring one day and I'll regret not seeing them that one last time. And so you know, sometimes things just connect with your soul and you just can't explain like it. Def so Leppard. Like Def Leppard. Exactly. So, so far, Catholicism, <laughs> Lucky Strike, and Def Leppard, <laughs> MTV, and HBO have all started to shape who you are. Yes, indeed. And a yes, very lovely yes. nom named Michelle slash Deborah. <laughs> Actually, I, I forgot to say this when you were talking about that. Mm-hmm. I had a nun in high school who always referred to God as a woman. And she's oh. like, oh, God's a woman. She was the one, because you went on Kairos, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was yes. our, like, our Kairos leader. And I was oh. like, oh, that's, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's That's amazing. Yeah, you know, Ariana Grande has a song, God is Woman. Yes! And I was like, but her context is related to, to sex, though. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's, it's interesting, but I'm like, I'll I have to listen to like it. It's kind of, I, I, it's cool. I'll listen to it again. Sorry, I, mm. I've never picked up on that. It was. I guess, yeah. But also, Melissa, I don't pick up on a lot of stuff. I feel like Britney's got like 12 songs about sex, and I'm like, oh, that's that's got a nice tune. Um, Okay, yeah, yeah, she, Mm -hmm. so I think think a lot of nuns, well, oh gosh, what was, there's either a show or a book, or probably a documentary. I'm Mm -hmm. watching something on, you might enjoy this, it's on Netflix right now called Call the Midwife. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard so, of that. So mm-hmm. talk about some like feminist mm-hmm. these nuns mm-hmm. and nurses mm-hmm. like were very pro women before you yes. could really be an advocate for it. Mm-hmm. I know we always talk about the shows in our queue. So when I know. if you I like know. maybe it, there's so many. I need there's to catch so many. Up on. So many to catch up on to. Yes. But I, I love, love that it. you still love Def Leppard. I still do. Always, always and forever. So, and Def Leppard, if you're interested in coming on this podcast. Yes, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> you're also invited. I'll have to do, like, <laughs> most will have to give me, like, like a debrief. I, although we did see him last summer at Wrigley, and it was yes, awesome. we did. We did. That was did. awesome. They'll be at Wrigley again on July 15th. Um, okay. We've covered a lot. We have covered a what lot. Else? Well, so I'm just trying to go back through, like, your timeline. So mm. you're, you know, living in the south side of Chicago, um, Catholic mm-hmm. education. I don't know. So I guess in the nineties, I don't know, like, because you up until last year, you still lived in Chicago. Yes. Yes. I mean, do yes. you, do you love Chicago? I absolutely love Chicago. It shaped also shaped who I am. Okay. Um, like what, tell me a little bit about what it was like. See, mm-hmm. even though I grew up in the South suburbs for mm-hmm. us, we would take, um, 
the train in if we wanted to go downtown mm-hmm. like the one that now it's different so i don't metro? know was it, metro? We, it was the metro but what tra- so like for us we would take the the metro we would get on at homewood and then we mm-hmm. would homewood or um university park and we would get off at randolph mm-hmm. what train mm-hmm. did you guys go into the city a lot we did um or did you just like downtown? take the bus actually we live right by the metro stop 79th street metro stop okay and so we literally would walk um Get on Metra, live downtown, love downtown. Did you? Okay, that's oh great. Oh my gosh, loved it, loved the water tower, hanging out, just yes. hanging out. You know, back then you could just go hang out for the day, you know, yep. walk downtown. Chicago. No cell phones. Yeah, no cell phones, had a pay phone. Yep, call you your know, mom. So, um, and it was wonderful because we lived right there by the Metro stop. So oh, I didn't know that you guys lived right by the oh, Metro right stop. Oh, by the Metro. Okay. So I knew, the, I knew the schedule. Like, I'm like, oh, I got to get on the 720 train if yep. I want to get home by like eight o'clock, you know, then boom, I'm home. Okay. Um, so I definitely love that. Love. You know, we live right by the beach. What was live the name of the beach? Rainbow Beach. Um, oh, yeah. So I got to, my sister and I got to work there as camp counselors in the summer, a couple summers. So that was interesting. And were you guys by? Awesome. I because a lot of the kids I went to high school with um, lived in Beverly, but mm. where was Rainbow mm. Cone? Is that? I'm no, it's in. It's on the south side of Chicago. Okay, I, I will look it up. Like, I want to say it's like Stonia. You know, I, I always forget that me. I have a, a device I that know. I can look stuff up on. <laughs> this mini computer. This that mini we, computer. We but I always like to think that our brains can <laughs> think um, better. Um, I didn't know that you were a camp counselor. I was a camp counselor. Did that two years. Um, so <laughs> that was that was fun. Um, at Rainbow Beach. Rainbow Beach. So, and I loved going to Rainbow Beach. Like, I remember my, my grandfather would come pick us up sometimes, and he had tennis rackets. We never played tennis with him. but Your I mom's dad or your dad's dad? My dad's dad. Your my dad's, dad's dad, dad okay. who was from Belize as well. He was half Spanish and half Belizean. Um, oh, let me tell the story how my mom came to Chicago. Oh, I would quite, love for the story. No, this is a fascinating story. So, let's paint a picture. What year was it? <laughs> Oh, gosh, 1967, I guess. I don't know, 68 okay, so or whatever. Young. So she was young. She was young. Um, but before that, her aunt was a nanny and housekeeper to the Pritzker family. Now, the Pritzker family is very prominent in Chicago. They're the founders of the Hyatt Regency, and they own a lot of things, and they're philanthropists. Um, so she was their nanny. And back in... God, she worked for them in Florida, like help, you know, watch wow. their kids and stuff. Okay. Um, Your mom's so aunt. My mom's aunt. Okay. Like her second aunt, maybe. Or aunt. Okay. And so they decided to relocate to Chicago or they brought, they asked her to come with them oh, back to Chicago okay. where they were living. And so she moved up here. Um, and so then that inspired other people from Alabama to say, hey, aunt so-and-so is now in Chicago, let's go up there to see what Chicago's like, you know, from the small town in Alabama, Clio, Alabama. And so that was one of the reasons my mom relocated to Chicago and how she met my dad. Cause my dad had moved, my dad moved from Belize when he was 19. So he was really young, but they didn't mean until later in the seventies. Um, and so I have the Pritzker family to thank. That's really cool. <laughs> for me being alive because if my aunt had not reloc- relocated to work for the Pritzkers, my mom would not have come up to Chicago and the rest is history. That's a really so, cool yeah. story. And ironically, he's our governor now. He is our governor. So also Governor Pritzker, if you like to come on this podcast, <laughs> you're also invited. I, I would love to interview Governor Pritzker. I I, I saw him from afar once um, mm-hmm. and I get it. Like it's, I'm sure that, you know, it's got to be exhausting for um, anybody in political office 
to continually meet people. No, yeah, um, no. but I love yeah. that story. Yes. It is such a, it's so random, and it's but there's nothing random in life because no, there's nothing everything's random in place. Life. Everything's meant to happen for a reason. Yes. Yes. Everything is meant to happen. And we're living in a simulation. Do you say we're living? What? Our phones are listening to us. Let's talk conspiracy theories. No, let's not. (laughs) And now we're going to shift over to conspiracy theories. Um, Wait, let me get my foil hat. Um, oh my, but I do, I love that story. I, you like told me that recently and I had no idea. On our trip, like, on a girl's trip. Oh my God, in that's South, such a we were cool South Carolina. Story. And I couldn't believe I hadn't told you guys that before. I was like, here's a random story effect about me. Like, <laughs> I loved, did your mom, did your mom ever talk about how different it was from Alabama to come to she, Chicago? Yes, because was she. Was it a culture shock? N- I don't think so. She said she felt out of place down there. And well, it's a okay. small, small town in Alabama. Like. Her dad was a minister. Okay. Um, oh, her mom stayed at home. Mom. Your grandpa was a minister, and then you married a let minister. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. My grandma was a Gemini. Loved cocktails and attractive men. My grandfather, Aries, pastor of a church. What? That's you and Flynn. Am I? Tell me about it. It's like a <laughs> like, grandma. Grandma also another strong she, woman. She, is she around? Still? No, she is not. She did. She did live with us for okay. a long time. My childhood. She had two strokes, so she, we moved oh, her. Okay. She moved in with us, and we would help take care of her. Um, she passed away in 1999. Okay. Um, grandma loved the cocktails. Okay. Um, all kinds. Um, grandma was something. She was. She was a Spitfire. She definitely was. You know, a typical Gemini to not. You know, June. What is a typical Gemini? A June. See, there's a difference between a May Gemini and a June Gemini. I believe because you are a May Gemini. I'm a May Gemini. I think we're a little bit more. We're smart and have that duality where we can change gears and like change. Um, I I just think June Gemini is a little bit wilder. Okay. I think Kanye West. Think Donald Trump. Is he Trump. a Gemini? They're both June Gemini. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Okay. So for that comparison, I guess you could he's say. So, <laughs> so, like, when I see him act, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just being well, a Gemini. Like, just blame it on your yeah, sign. Yeah, just blame it on your sign. So. so, oh, because Fiona, the one, you guys are both in my December my, podcast. My twin. You guys are twins. Yes, Because her day, birthday's a day before yours. Day after. May day, day after. Yes, she's May 29th, May 28th. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite cocktail? One you introduced me to, the Moscow Mule. Did I introduce you? For the very first time I had it with you. You know, we were were dining downtown. um, I do love a Moscow Mule. I love ginger so much. So that's your favorite? That that is my favorite. Okay, I love that. My go-to hot My current favorite has been for the last couple years. I really love an old-fashioned. Yes, yes. I really do. do. I really do. do. It's so strong to me. Even though I love cocktails. I know. I know. To me, I'm like, whoa, this is strong. I I go big or go home, Melissa. I I really do. Blackout or don't go out at all? uh, Yeah, blackout or don't go out at all, people. I'm here to party. That's hilarious. I I remember in high school, someone used to say this. Not to me. Me, but I remember there was this girl who used to say this like as a joke. Mm-hmm. She'd say, "Put out or get out," <laughs> and I'd be like, "Oh, oh my!" Well, so now it's blackout or get out. That's right. That's right. Um, I didn't know that about your grandma either. That's so great. We, I think, we kind of, I don't know. Um, life kind of imitates. You know, mm-hmm. my mom mm-hmm. is an Aries and my dad was a Leo. So my mom's March. My dad was August. Oh. I'm a March. Mike's in August. You know, that my dad's is, name was Mike. Yes, my dad had, bl- my dad yes, had blue eyes. Mike's got yes, blue eyes. That, you know what? But I think sometimes we look for a familiarity. You know, there, there are things, you know, subconsciously oh, yeah. that attract us to people. Like I was just talking to Flynn about that because... 
Lynn's sister, she and I are the same age and people have mistaken us for each other. So oh, seriously? I, yeah. Um, and I always say to him, I said, we just last night we had this conversation. I said, was well, it was something about me that seemed familiar. Maybe that's why you're attracted. Not in a weird way, but it's just that familiarity. Like, oh, I'm comfortable with you mm. because you remind me of something else or whatever. You do. Case. You so, are very comforting. You're so, very welcoming, oh, Melissa. People you. feel like thank they, they, they can tell you anything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So where were we? I know. <laughs> we're really not like drinking. You would think we, we would really be. We really are not. We're um, over. <laughs> Very sober. So, I mean, let's continue talking about the South Side of Chicago mm-hmm. because I really mm-hmm. like this is something I don't know. Even though like I've known you for so long, I don't feel like we ever talk about this. Yeah, we haven't. Um, I loved my neighborhood. We had block parties. Like it was very much that in that my childhood where things were okay. I will compare it to now. Now it's I would not call the safest area to be in South Shore um, because of the crime. What were the? Do you mind if I ask what were the crossroads? Because I know you said you were by the 79th. Commercial exchange, um, like close to the lake. That's super mm-hmm. close to the lake. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, and 79th. And 79th. I grew yeah. up 79th. Um, and commercial, technically, that was the cross street. Have you ever read the book? Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned this in another podcast. I read. Um, it's a book. The name of it's called Southside. And it was written by an NPR writer, but mm-hmm. she talks about um, the segregation of the South Side. Oh, She's African American. Yes. It's actually a really good book. Yes. I mean, it's a hard book to read, just mm-hmm. to when, you know, because I don't think it's something we're taught. Mm-hmm. You know, I have heard that. I, I have a coworker that told me about um, that ever- a while ago. How a, a past mayor um, kind of set it up that way. Like, I want to put. Yep. Are we talking about Daily? Yeah, Daily. Papa Daily. They just did that on a a PBS documentary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and like, that's what Mm -hmm, he did. mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it's sad. Nonetheless, you know, I kind of grew up in a slightly integrated, it was not integrated, but. um, Because initially, so initially you were saying that it it was a very African-American, Hispanic neighborhood, mm -hmm. not a lot of white people. Exactly. But before we, you know, became integrated, it was nothing but white. Okay. You know, so, um, so there's still pockets of that people, you know, houses passed down to each other, you know, to the young, to the kids or whatever generations. And so there were some pockets of, of white families that remained before they moved out. But you guys you had know. block parties. It was we close. had block parties. Um, I just remember it being like a, a really happy time, mm. you know, um, but then were people close? Like people, you, were, people were close. People were close. But then you did start hearing like the gangs started, mm. you know, like I guess the kids get older and they join gangs yeah. for whatever reason. Um, and then my mom was always friends with the gangbangers, as we would say. She'd drive by and say, hey, little so-and-so. Like, she knew them as a child, but now they just happen to be in a gang. Oh, my God. They're standing on the corner selling drugs, but she's she's driving by waving at them, you know, that kind of Your thing. Your mom. So I was like, and I'll never forget, there's one one gangbanger went to went to jail at one point, and um, he got was released, and I remember teasing him. I was a little, like, five years old. I was teasing. I was saying something horrible to him. He's walking down the street like, he could have shot me. He could have. <laughs> Where were my parents? I don't know, but I just remember that story though. And you were uh, five? Like five or six. I was oh, really young. I was, I was still mischievous. Okay. Kid, uh, oh, so mischievous. Yeah. Like under the yeah. radar, mischievous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how long did you live at your parents' house until you moved out? Um, I moved out. I was home from college. I was dating Flynn, my husband, um, and decided to move out. I think it was like 23. Do you feel like growing up on the South Side shaped you? I do because I love the diversity. I love that I live near the beach. Um, 
I was like being in water, even though I live nowhere near water now. Water is healing. Um, it is healing. And I love the option that it was there. Cause yeah. I, you know, you go watching like Beverly Hills 902 there oh, was yeah, at the beach. I'm like, I have a beach too. You know, like. I got a cool beach. It's not the same. But <laughs> it's not, it's <laughs> nowhere near the same. Um, so I did, I did enjoy that. Um, it was always a treat to go downtown or to High Park, which High Park was super integrated. And High Park to me was just like the coolest neighborhood. And now it is like kind of voted like the coolest neighborhood. It is. Or something or whatever. Because of the university, right? right exactly. Yeah. So it's always eclectic and always something going on, different cultures. And I would see different cultures. My sister and I would get on the train, the Metro. And go to, to the movie theater there. Um, oh, yeah. Park, it, they closed it for a while, but now it's back open. Um, another thing that shaped me, movies. Definitely shaped oh, me. Oh, you do love you movies. You know, I love movies. That's you why do. we took acting class. We sure did. You know, because we're actresses. We're well. natural actresses. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, because it, it gives you an escape from the world you're in. Yeah. Picture, you know, you can see different worlds and learn different things. And so um, I've always loved the movies. Always loved going to movies. What? Um, I would say like, what are some of the movies that shaped you growing up? Dirty Dancing. Um, how did that shape me? I don't know. I had to see that. Like, um, like I had to go see a bootleg version of that because my, <laughs> my dad didn't want us to watch it. So I had to watch it at like a slumber party and like not tell my parents. But yet he would he let us watch. Okay. So here's something about, funny about my dad. RIP. He's like, no dirty dancing and no, well, there was a, that wasn't big at the time. There was another one, but yet no, no problem kids. You guys can watch um, airplane and you could watch um, Caddyshack and you can watch um, Spaceballs, but oh you can't watch goodness. dirty dancing. You can't watch dirty dancing. It's just dancing. It's just, it's just dan it's just I think, dancing. I think because they talked about abortion. They I did. didn't know what that oh, was. They, I didn't know either. It took me forever to figure out what that whole storyline was about. Like, oh my, so it, she's sick. Is she okay? Like, I know. Like, like Penny, is she all right? Like, yes, I remember that. So what's another um, movie that shaped you? Um, The Batman movies. I remember <gasps> my parents used to take us to the drive-in. And Which I remember seeing- to? I could have swore it was called like the double something. Was it in the suburbs or was yeah, it? Yeah, it was like yeah, we have to drive far. There was one where I grew up in Madison. Um, it was on. Um, hmm. I bet you that's. I wonder if that's the one. I wonder if it's the same. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of. I don't. It was a drive though. Is it on Halstead? We'll have to look it up. I have no idea, but it it's was such a magical time to me to see like the big screen yep. and just the music, like something big, like a superhero movie, like mm. Batman and the score. Michael Keaton, Batman. That. Michael Keaton. He's oh, my, he's forever Kim. my Batman. Forever is my Batman. Kim Basinger. Yeah. Yes. Prince, right? Wasn't Prince yes. of the song? Yes, yep. yes, yes. So that was magical to me um, for sure. Yes. Did you ever watch Beaches? I did. I love beaches. I was just telling a friend I that like, beaches. this is the type of kid I was. I would rent beaches for slumber parties. Because <laughs> you want everyone crying. I was like, yeah, because I loved, I loved, and I still to this day love her. I loved Bette Midler. Oh, she's I think best. I love that she, she had curly best. hair, oh. even though she has red hair. But like, I love that because I didn't see a lot of kids with you curly hair. You say that. Yeah, yeah. You find somebody that you identify you with. You don't, I didn't see know. a lot of, like, I just remember growing up. I don't know if you would identify with mm -hmm. this, but like, I didn't see a lot. I didn't. Remember seeing a lot of like kids on screen that looked like me, like yeah, with dark yeah, hair yeah. and dark eyes and curly hair. Yeah, I definitely can identify with that. Um, that's why I loved <gasps> Paula Abdul. Yes. And you ever Lisa Lisa in the culture? Yes. She's Puerto Rican. I kind of look Puerto Rican. Yeah. But I was like, oh my God, you're like my complexion and Paula mm -hmm. Abdul, who's, well, she's Portuguese, but also I have Is Portuguese she? in me. Yeah, I have that in oh, me too. Yeah. But I identify with that. I'm like to see someone like, cause you didn't see that a lot. You nope. know, someone with, with browner skin. I'm like, oh, I still love her. She's Which leads me to say this and I just have to say it. And I think you and I talked about this recently. 
I love that now we are living in a time where you see that mm-hmm. kids can see themselves. Like, yes, exactly, um, exactly. I love that so much, Melissa. And mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that before. We really didn't yeah, see that like yeah, growing up. Exactly. You see representation. And now it's, you, need it. It, you need that. for Because that's what our world looks like. Every culture needs it. Every like, culture. We all, every, everything is different. Um, yeah. Because it was blonde hair, blue eyed. Everything was blonde hair. And I used to want to be blonde haired. I was blonde for some years. For some years. <laughs> thanks to a salon. Um, but yeah, that was like, you know. Did you ever watch Punky Brewster? Love Punky Brewster. Love. Love. And what was her friend's name? Cherry. 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 Cherry gets stuck in the, the fridge. fridge. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I love Because they took love. place in Chicago. And they're like our eyes. Wait, no. Yeah. That was, I didn't know it that. took place in Chicago. I think um, Salome I'm going to do a lot of fact checking oh for this God. one. Like, <laughs> like, don't quote us. But, people. Like, redact, redact, redact. <laughs> but no, I believe that was in Chicago because Henry, like, oh, I think they lived in Chicago. Wow. Remember my two strange, my two, no. My two dads? But no. Well, there, I do remember that. The Perfect Strangers. Yeah. That I was love, in Chicago. I know. That was in Chicago. Balky. Balky. Yes. I'm trying to think Larry. of what would Larry? be another like movie that probably shaped you during that time. Hmm. Would you love musically other than Paul Abdul and Lisa Lisa called Jam? And you know, a lot of B96. Um, Did you like I Madonna? My, I love Madonna. Worship Madonna. No, all Madonna um, music. Did you like Janet Jackson? I, I did. Yes. The Rhythm Nation, that whole time period. What was that? <laughs> the one album I love that came out when we were in eighth grade. Is it Janet? Where it was, mm. the, um, I remember the song and I remember the dance vividly. Like, if oh, yes, oh, was your girl. I loved that. Oh, god, I'm like thinking oh, like all these things that are coming back to me. <laughs> um, what else did you the love? 90s are back in. Oh, the 90s um, are back in, totally back in. Well, yeah, the, it was a B96 time period for sure. My mom would play it every morning on our way to school. She's with Eddie and, and Joe Ball. So, where are they um, now? Are they doing like car commercials know, or something? Yeah, I, they might have a podcast somewhere. They probably do have a podcast. <laughs> um, I remember a big thing for us was we went to the Taste of Chicago and mm. we met them. Oh. And it was like, I thought it was, it was like, for me, that was like meeting a huge celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like a psychic yeah. there. And my mom always, we grew up like thinking psychics were of the devil. And my mom's like, <laughs> do not listen to that psychic. Like that is from Satan. And I was like, okay. That, that would be a callback to my Catholic education. Oh, there you go. See, they shaped you that way. But psychics are real. Yeah. But, but psychics totally are real. Accurate. Don't totally write us hate mail. That's going to be the, like the tagline for this one. Yeah, so don't write don't us write hate, hate mail. mail. Um, I feel like a time. lot. Okay. So like a lot shaped you because you like mm-hmm. growing up on the South side of Chicago um, I mean, do you feel like having uh, a multicultural family really shaped you? Absolutely, um, for sure. That's something um, I like. Yeah, because you're talking yeah. about this, and even though I knew most of this, it's funny mm-hmm. to hear you talk about it. I didn't know that about like your um, uh, your dad's dad, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't realize that both your parents came here when they were so young. But like, I'd love if you want to talk a little bit about that. Oh, for sure. Um, I think that's why. Like, and I was so. Also growing up on the South Side, I guess, because I, I did see the gang starting and the teen pregnancy. It's like, I don't ever want to be put in a box and a yeah. stereotype. Good for you. Like, yeah. And I don't know if that's like, it was subconscious. Maybe that's why I'm like, I'm eclectic. I like this type of music. You're not just going to say, because I'm from here, I you can define me. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, like, I love science fiction. But so, my siblings all do, too. Yeah. Um, my dad does, too. But don't don't put know, me so. in a box. Don't put me in a box. Don't stereotype so, me. So, right. Because I think I, I want to be relatable to everybody I meet. You oh, know? you are. I think I can find something that I have in common with every person and think, 
why why isn't everybody like that? You know, mm-hmm. like why close yourself off and say, I don't like you because you don't look like me or you're different and you don't like yep. this or that. I'm like, I love everything and everybody. Like you're supposed to embrace things. You really do. You, you know? really do, Melissa. I, I try to because, well, heck, I have like 500 different ethnicities in me. So how can I not embrace it? Like we might be cousins. So what's that show? Um, is it called Finding? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I love that show. Oh, Finding Your Roots. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah, that be cool yeah, to go exactly. on and he, oh, he tell you gosh, like. That'd be crazy. Like, yeah. To find out I'm related to. I don't know. Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Wait, you could be that. I could. You really could I be. Really could. And yes, then you guys could. could start spending the holidays together. Oh, like Christmas at the Christmas at the Munoz Rushes. <laughs> They're invited anytime. Um, I do love hearing that, though, that you didn't want to be put in a box. Yeah. And that's, you know, my siblings are, you know, we're all very eclectic. But um, I would say I, I love rap, too, you know. So not to say that just because I'm from the south side of Chicago, I don't like rap or I know what you whatever. Mean, though, you know yeah. what I mean? But I just don't like, I never want to be stereotyped because automatically people see me. Like, I've had I've had an HR professional at a former job, like a million jobs ago, saying, your last name's Munoz. Why don't you speak Spanish? Oh, you're you're fake. You're a fake Latina. What? Like, <laughs> like you're crazy. That's not okay to uh, First of all, that's, def- that's offensive that's and very... discriminatory. Um Okay, ew. But actually, I'm not Latina at all, actually, because Spain is in Europe. So yeah. I'm not even You're considered like, Latina. Let's sit down for a second. Anyway, <laughs> let me backtrack. Let me tell you something. I'm really sorry, but, someone. Um, but it's, it's it, weird. You know, but I, you know, it didn't bother me. Okay. So, yeah. And she was African-American and said it. So uh, it's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. And I've, I honestly, I can say I, I don't think I've ever experienced any racism. Okay. Or discrimination. Okay. I cannot identify that in my life, you know, it's, not to say that I didn't get a job or something because of my race, but I've never been aware of anything like that. So um, I'm glad to probably be able to say that because not a lot of people can say that. No, people absolutely. of color always have a story, but I can say I've never, I, people have asked me, you know, of course, questions about my ethnicity and stuff, but I don't take offense to it, you know, because, you know. Do you yeah. think, it's funny because like, um, I can, I was just saying this to Mike, like, People just assume I'm a million different things. I mean, I don't mm. care. I just oh yeah, you and I have had oh, that conversation. Oh yeah, people like, think you're Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. I they think I'm <laughs> biracial. <laughs> now that I've listened to Cruz, but then they look at my husband and they're like, "But like, I always think about what it would have been like coming here at the turn of the century, and everyone's coming mm. from everywhere, right? Like mm-hmm. people are coming into Ellis Island, and kind of like what you said with your mom when they found out people were coming up from mm-hmm. from Alabama, they decided yeah. to come. Right. Like I know my mom told me, like with our family. They knew that there was opportunity in Chicago, so they all right. came from Italy. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine, like, all these people coming in at the same time? Do you think that they were – I almost wonder if it's, like, our time. But, like, if, do you think they actually took the time and say, hey, what are you? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or maybe – or do they say it in their own way? Like, um, maybe, oh. Maybe, yeah. Hmm. I should probably read some more history books. <laughs> but I would love to think about that because they were yeah. coming, like, from all over and making these mm-hmm. pockets all over Chicago. Yeah, yeah, and building their – neighborhoods and like Pullman. Do you know the story of Pullman? I know a little bit about Pullman. Oh man, yeah. that's a great, yeah. that's a yeah, great that documentary. Is. That is. Yeah. Yeah. I do know about Pullman. Um, but like Bridgeport, oh, really yeah. Italian, you know, did you know when I watched this documentary, it's funny cause it's very Italian now, but it was mostly Irish and, um, hmm. uh, a lot of Croatian. Oh, Isn't that wow. interesting I how people, that, yeah. 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 Italians hmm. were mostly, and my mom will talk about this too. Like she grew up in the east side of Chicago by the steel mills. And that's where mm-hmm. everyone worked. Like my mm-hmm. grandpa worked there. Yep. But um, Italians mostly settled like on Grand Avenue, Taylor Street. Mm-hmm. Like more, I consider it like more like West Loopish mm-hmm. area, but it's not the West Loop. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and like Irish settled like on pockets of the north side, but like mostly in Bridgeport. Yeah. Oh, there's some yes. interesting stories on that PBS thing. Oh, I would yes. highly recommend oh, it. Oh, yes. I will watch Poor it. Moscow right. Mule, no. tuck in for the night. <laughs> uh, it is actually pretty, but I mean, and there's some, there's some hard things to watch about yeah. our history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like some fighting and, um, do you remember, mm-hmm. I remember this because we were in high school, but do you remember it would have been our senior year of high school there was a fight at Armor Park, Armor Square. That's by, it's in Bridgeport. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yes, 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 yes. I remember that. And I lived mm. in the south suburbs. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, heartbroken by that. I know, yeah. There's, yeah, it's come a long way, is what I will say, as a neighborhood. Um, yeah. Um, yes. Because even though my mom will say, when I'm coming to Bridgeport, she's like, be careful over there. It's really yep. racist over there. I'm like... I honestly have never experienced any of that, you know, I but do I, love I that you understand, haven't. but you know, but you know, she knows historically, you know, you know, a lot more good things that have happened. So do you guys miss Chicago? <clears throat> I do. Cause um, you, you moved out a year and a half ago, a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, do you mind if I ask like, what was a big deciding factor to move? The crime, the crime was a big deciding factor. Cause okay. we were living right outside of Hyde Park at that point. And I remember, Flynn took our kids to the park, which we lived literally across the street from a playground. This was like at 47th, right? I yeah. think I went over there. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. going over there, yeah. And in the playground, and they're in the playground playing, like Ariana's on a swing, and then they hear gunshots. Oh, wow. And they have to duck down. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. that's no way to live. Oh, like, no way. I cannot raise my kids in an area like that where we yeah. can't go to the park. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, no, freaking out. You know, and a deciding factor, my husband has historically, I was one to run for office and be a public servant in Chicago. Yeah. But and he's incredible. He is. You awesome. both are. You both. You both are awesome. incredible. Thank you. Um, but then he decided. You know what? I'm, I don't want to run anymore. Yeah. Um, um, that's fine. Let's move. You know. So yeah. I happen to, by God, blessed us with a beautiful Aww. home in Lansing, and you know now. Oh God, we love the area. It's quiet. It's so so quiet. Like I grew up in Southside, where I'm, you know, gunshots. Okay, you hear gunshot. You know, yeah, train. You're trained. Yep. You hear the sirens all the time. You don't hear that at all. And I, you know, the kids kind of remember Chicago. They remember Chicago. They do. Um, and Aiden's like, it's too quiet out here. I want to go back to Chicago. And I'm like, no, you don't. For college, Aiden, go. Right, yeah, yeah, enjoy college. Like, be quiet. You're a child. <laughs> be quiet. You're a pain. Doesn't matter. Uh, you don't pay bills. But do they like so, it? You don't pay love, bills. <laughs> they love it. They love it because everything's right there. Like, it's not a big difference because if I need anything, guess what? You can order it. Amazon is there. I remember when you you were talking about when you're moving and I loved hearing this, you were saying one of the things you loved about picking that area, it was super diverse. Yes, it is. It's very diverse. Like we live in such a diverse neighborhood, you know, so the kids, I want my children to see that too, because the world is not all one thing. It is not. It is not. You can't, you know, guess what? When you go into the working world, then then people are like culture shocked. Like, I've never met a person of a different race. And I'm like, and that's, to me, that's sad, it is you sad. know, cause you should be interacting with, we all should be interacting. Interacting with and like exposure and yes. like learning Embracing and like thinking, I always think about yeah, like yeah. kids going to their friend's house and they're like mm-hmm. of some different culture and like, you know, yeah. experiencing different foods and just like, yes. you know what I mean? Exactly. I think about that. Exactly. I have, right. I did have that growing up too, like um, mm-hmm. in the South suburbs. I mean, not as, much as I think I would have loved, but as, when I went to college in Chicago, I think that was a big reason for me. Is I wanted I wanted to be surrounded by so much because mm-hmm. you're inquisitive and you want to know do. more. You wanted to like our best friends, but well, yeah. you know Linda, right? yeah, yeah, Polish family. Yes. So like you know, mm-hmm. I came from an Italian family. She was Polish. A lot of you know of our friends were like. Um, 
Polish, Irish, mm-hmm. Italian. Uh, but when I went to Loyola, it was like, I didn't realize what a big Greek population was. Oh. And I was like, there's people, like, people from Greece. Wow. Like, um, like why Indian population. Greece is beautiful. Greece, yeah, no, why'd you leave Greece? Why are you here? But there's beautiful. a huge Greek population in, in the north suburbs mm, of Chicago. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I do, and I'm not just saying this to say it, but I think that's the beauty, what you just said. Like, mm-hmm. that makes so much sense, Melissa. The world does not look like... It's not one thing. It is not one it thing. Is it not is not one everything. thing. It is everything. Exactly. Honestly, how... That is a really cool thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, and I and I do love that about the in America. You yes, know, like yes, especially Chicago, yes, Chicago land. Yes, it is yes. a melting pot. It is a melting pot, and you should experience it. You know, like yeah. we have restaurants from every culture oh, in the world. We do love you to go know? out to eat. We, we haven't in a long time because of like life. life. Remember when we used to? The pandemic to- really messed us up. It really did. Me having these kids really just took away all. <laughs> we having these time. kids. Took away all my free I love time. your kids, though. Your kids are great. <laughs> but I remember when we lived in Chicago, we would love to go oh, to eat. Oh, yeah. Okay, and this is a story yes, that yes, I yes. can't remember if I made this up in my head, but I'd love for you to talk about. <laughs> Were you on Check, Please, or did you apply to be on Check, Please? I auditioned for Check, Please. That's right. Okay, I was um, like, I, in my mind, I'm like, I can't remember if she was on it or if she auditioned. I auditioned for it, but then they, just, they partnered up with NBC News, and they would show the auditions during like their nightly newscast. What year was this? Hmm. What job was I at then? I know. That's what I think, too. I know. We're the same. Let's say 2005, maybe. So you're 26. Just yeah. got married a year before. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, we'll go with we'll that. Go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Is it? Can you find it on YouTube? No. And I, I emailed the producers of Check, Please, because I followed them on Facebook. This research is not stalking. And I emailed them asking, can they send me that audition tape? (laughs) They have not responded, strangely enough. But the the dumb thing I did back then was I forwarded the link to it on my work email. And that was like 500 jobs ago. So, you know, of course, I have no access to that. (laughs) Like, no, don't ever, you know, email something important on your work email. No. Use your pr- personal private email. Yes. Uh, so. Use your AOL or your Hotmail. If you're, and I'm just joking. <laughs> use your Gmail. You, no, use your Yahoo. You, use your, your Yahoo. AltaVista. No. AltaVista. <laughs> I can't even think of others. Someone made Bing. Like, use your Bing. I use my Hotmail for like, just like junk. But anyways. Right, right. Okay, so, there, I, so the, you auditioned. They did show, I auditioned. So they did show the audition like clip during their nightly newscast at like 5.30. And they emailed me to say, hey, we're going to air your oh, audition, gosh. whatever. And it was for my favorite Mexican restaurant, Kukula. Which Where's that? It's on commercial, like 89th and commercial. Um, oh, that's right. Almost by the east side. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Okay. Flynn and I have been to that restaurant a bajillion times. Like while we were dating, we would go every week. Like we go back to this day. Like we went back recently. Um, the workers know us. Still, the can same we go workers. With you? Absolutely. Mike and I go with? It's so amazing. Okay, we should all go. And they're like, they're looking at the kids. Oh, the kids are so big Aww. now. Because they remember when I was pregnant through each pregnancy. Kukula. And they, they brought the babies when they were little babies. <gasps> we should put a link and to the restaurant so. in the show notes. Oh, Would you like to do that? Absolutely. When Flynn was running for office, they they proudly, like, oh. you know, held the, put up his campaign posters. He had a big billboard right across the street on their um, parking lot. Um, so, yeah, awesome, awesome restaurant. So, yes. So that was the restaurant that you wanted to get yeah, to highlight and, you know, sorry for people to it. discover it. So it's okay. You know, they were so proud. They were so happy. That I love I did that you that. did that though, um, Melissa. That's so, so amazing. To me, it was like, it's like our family diner. I can tell you so many times the Munoz 
household has gone there for Easter randomly. I don't know why. Like, we'll make big meals for like Thanksgiving and Christmas and even New Year's, but somehow Easter comes around and we're like confused. We're like, okay, let's just go. We're to confused. And so they're like, they'll put up a table of 15 chairs and they're all oh, dining I'm... there for Easter, which is so funny to us, but it's that. like our, you know, so. That's good. Okay. Well, okay. I remember I was like telling somebody, I'm like, I don't know if I made this up that she was either on it. Okay. But we're going to put, we're going to put that in the show notes to cool up. Absolutely. That'd be Aww, awesome. That'd be awesome. Chuck, please. Yes. Check, please. I missed that show. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll have another one where you can audition. I know. You would be, cause you do, you're so great at like, you do, you love trying new things. You love restaurants. You mm-hmm. love culture. Mm-hmm. What's, what would you say another favorite restaurant of yours in Chicago is? Hmm. And I can't wait to try this one. Mike loves Mexican. I love Mexican food. Mike, Mike loves I love my Fun fact, my children do not. What? I'm like, who are you? I gave birth to you. How do you not genetically like, just like I automatically it like it? Like, like you should have loved they it. Don't, they only love the ground turkey tacos I make at home. Oh we take them to a Mexican restaurant. They don't want anything. I'm like... I'm going to have to give you guys up for adoption. Like, sorry, guys. Sorry, it's unacceptable. You're, go- you're gone. <laughs> Actually, I will say, um, this is so funny. Mike, uh, this had, this had to have been like 12 years ago, Melissa. We went to an event at your mm-hmm. church. Oh, yes, yes. Was it at your church? The Taste of Beloved. Yes. That was a, I planned the that. jerk like, chicken that oh, was there. Yes. Was it there? No, am I thinking about it? No, it was there. No, it was there. It was um, from um, a restaurant. Mike called. loved it so much. I remember. Like, mm-hmm. so, um, so like the one of our anniversaries, maybe it was during COVID. I don't know. Maybe it was during COVID or something for one of our wedding anniversaries. I was in the city and I offered to pick him up jerk chicken. I think I texted you I like, where that. should I go? Yes. And I think the one place, clo- like the place in Hyde Park closed. It did close. So I went on yeah. place on 22nd. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I would not advise going back to no. except for the shooting like the, oh, no. the after. I'm like, oh, thank God Mary wasn't there that day. <laughs> <laughs> As I like, as I like, open the door for them. Come on in. Um, there is a place, but he loves that. The only so, thing that I think Mike would enjoy because I, I think it's delicious. He loves spicy um, food. So, uh, like yeah. he loves spicy. He made that it at home fun. without the spice, and I love it because I like those That's spices. Yeah. Like I like the um, it's one that I really love. Tell me what's it? is it clove or like mm. no or something. I don't know, but, but it, I just, it's too hot and you can't enjoy the flavor. I don't like. Do you it like spicy too. food? I like spice. I can appreciate. I can appreciate spicy, but it's like Flynn and Aiden, they put hot sauce on everything. Same with Mike. And even Ariana's doing that now. I'm like, your taste buds are burned off, so you don't taste it. So you just, it doesn't even matter how much you put on this oh point. Like your taste, you can't even taste it. Like, what's the point? Like, if you can't enjoy the flavor, the real, I'm like, taste it before you put all that hot sauce on it. That's, yeah. That's just me. But, you know. Well, what's, okay, so what's like a favorite place now? Oh, goodness. Oh. I don't know. If I don't know. If like you guys had a night, if you and Flynn had a night out. We're, We'd go to a steakhouse because you know what? Date while we were dating before we got married, even when we were married, we used steakhouse love to go out to dine at a oh, good gosh. steakhouse. Um, yeah, have you ever been to Gina Giorgetti's? No, Neither and I, I need to because it's like famous. It's famous. So I've never been there either. We should double date. We should double date, and then double like the next date. we go to Kukula's. Yes. I hear there, it. Yes, yes, um, yes, a steakhouse. I'm trying to think of like um, um, what would be. God, we've gone to Gibson's and. Love Are there any famous steak pl- houses on South Shore? There used to be growing up. Okay, not um, anymore. But not anymore. No. So, yeah. Is there? I know my dad used to love Morton's. I don't think that's there anymore. Mm. Um, I've never been to Maestro's. Maestro's. Is that his- Maestro's. I've never been there either. That's supposed to be really good. 
Yes, yes, that one. Oh, I hope you guys good. maybe over like the break or something. Yeah, you know, like drop your kids fun. off somewhere. <laughs> drop them off at the movies. Come anywhere. You're no, drop off at kids. drop them off at grandma's here's, house. Here's some bus fare. Here you go. <laughs> well, you also cook. Like I always remember on New Year's Eve, you would send those pictures of like all this like a beautiful gourmet meal that you guys would make. Like you made yes. like crab legs. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to love to cook. I, I do. I do love to cook, and okay. I love you know love the Food Network. You know, I've influenced been influenced by them a lot. Um, sure. What's your favorite show that you're watching right now? Since you love film and TV. Oh, goodness. What am I'm watching a lot of stupid, trashy reality shows. Mm, like okay. last night I was watching Twin Love on um, Twin Love on <laughs> Amazon Prime. It's a reality show where they have two houses of twins, identical twins. Like they have like five women and five men and they separate them into houses and see if the twins oh, will I date each other. And they, like the two twin sets, like all date the same guys. It's, it was weird. It was, I finished it last time. Like, you know what I'm going to take away from this biggest part? I've lo- I like love talking to you so much. But one of the things I'm going to take away, honestly, Melissa, is that like you have, how do I say this? You will never be defined oh, by like you, you like refuse. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you refuse to like be put in a box. And I love that about you. you. I don't know. This, I know I've known you for a long time, but I think mm-hmm. it just became really apparent to me that you were like, no, like, no. Yeah, these, these things can shape me, exactly. this, right. but, it, but yeah. it's not going to put me in a box. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and it's like, like when I met you, like, it's like our souls connected oh, because really you that know, was like, a cool. we look nothing alike, but you're my sister, you know, it's like you're we connected sister. and then Mel and Colleen and Monica and Kristen and Jen. And we've all at, at the same time worked at the, wait, hold on. Crazy. So like, okay. I met, I'm just going to do this so we have this for, for 20 years from now when we're all like holograms, we can right. remember this. Um, okay, so I, my sister-in-law, Colleen, I worked with her at De La Salle, and that is how I met her. But she mm-hmm. had been best friends with Mel and Jen because they had worked together at Illinois Tech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then I became friends with those girls. They like, they graciously took me under their wing. I was like mm-hmm. fresh out of college. All my college friends had moved places. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody. Um, and these were like my first grown up friends. So then, okay, then Monica came in because she was dating a friend of theirs. Mm-hmm. And then I met you at our undisclosed place of um, employment. Yes, indeed. We really did connect. Yeah, we, we really did. did. We I did. mean, all jokes aside, when yes. we start talking about New Kids on the Block, oh and we were God. like, oh man, we love New Kids on the Block. I'll never forget, we were at lunch down in. Macy's is that Oh yeah, we would go there all the time. And you're like, it's time to get back to work. And I'm like, oh, you sure, Mary? Let's just stay here and talk. I I just, I remember those conversations. You know, we go have lunch. And And it was just like a funny time because we just worked with like some interesting people. It was hard to get But you know, maybe I wonder if people thought we were interesting. Do you ever think, (laughs) like, do you ever think people describe us like, oh, they were interesting. Man. I'm so glad they're gone. Like, but it was just such a funny time because it was like your early 30s and people are getting married. Um, Okay, so then we both left there to go other places. Mm -hmm. The place you into Mel, then you got her a job there. Mm-hmm. And I oh, no, didn't and, know Mel. Well, oh, that's right. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Before that, before you and I were working together, Kyle and Mel were working at the same place together. Right. And then and Mel left there to go to your place. Right. Right. And then, cause right, you got, right. Then, yeah, okay. So yeah. then you guys were, I'm trying to and think. Mel was still there. Oh, and then, and then Jen and Monica started working together That's at Southwest. Wild. Right. Yeah. And then I was, true. I was rogue for a long time. Colleen was still at that same. Colleen is my life goal for like, <laughs> cause she's been at that job almost 19 years. I, I can't 
fathom that. I don't know what that's like. like. I don't Do you know, know what it's, it's like. a joke in the like Cruz that. household where Michael say, did you quit your job today? <laughs> just tell me. Just tell me. Did you quit your job? And now I've kind of owned it. Like before I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do you know that anymore. Because you like different experiences. That's I really all. do. You it's know, I get flaw. itchy and I'll it's talk to people about this about this all the time, Melissa. I get really itchy. I get itchy because I'm like, I want to mm-hmm. do something new. I exactly. think it's an Aries thing. You want a new experience. I do. A new industry. I want new benefits. I'm just joking. Like, <laughs> but it is. It's like, now it's a joke where I don't feel so guilty about it anymore where I'm just like no Mary that's own it no. just own it like own who, that's it. who you are Fine. like but then okay so then after that so then I'm trying to think who was working together and then you were at the place and Kristen worked where oh, Mel and Kristen I worked, worked that's it. how yes. Kristen and Kristen yes. too yes and yes. then now for the last year and a half you you mm-hmm. thankfully got me this job and now I'm there no, and I'm you still there because uh, you're amazing know, it's been over a year and I'm like whoa <laughs> this is a record this is good I'm like but it is it's kind of funny that's how we all that as a guy called the girlfriend like, chat. is that what it says on your it's phone? the girlfriend chat. chat yeah it's a girl's chat um, that's a girl's chat yeah it is and it's, you but know. I'm just really grateful for it. but I love honestly I think I love I will be very honest. I'm glad this wasn't such a focused conversation mm-hmm. because it's so nice to hear. I don't know, Liz, you're such a breath of fresh air. Oh, you're sweet. No, I really mean that. I hope sweet. you know that because you're I don't sweet. think that you, you've always been such a positive person, but not a fake positive person. Mm-hmm. You're genuine. I And I think I one of the things I learned early on about you was that you, um, even if there is trauma and we all have trauma, you really took it and you rose above. Like you processed it, you rose Absolutely, above it. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, we all have childhood trauma. We all have childhood yeah, trauma. Do. No one's perfect, and, and raising no kids be. is an experiment. Did you say it's an experiment? I love that you said that because <laughs> it is. We're gonna we're gonna check in <laughs> in like yeah, ten years let's, and see how they go doing. with this, right? Like, but I don't know. I just like love hearing this about like Chicago, about like your mm-hmm. backstory with family, like. You're just a very, I think people would be honestly lucky to know you. Oh, you're And like sweet. you do add Thank a lot you. to people's Thank lives. You. you add a lot of value and joy. Mm. Um, you love to karaoke. I love karaoke. If I could sing, I'd be the next Beyonce. You really would I be. I not really carry no, a tune, sing. but I love the stage. <laughs> and, and the stage loves you. Okay, I have a couple questions. Okay. And like, and let this, you know, come organically, however mm-hmm. it feels to you. So everything you shared today. What has your story taught you about yourself in life? Hmm. Like right now where you're at at 44. To, well, like, like you were just saying, I, I always like to look at the positive of things mm-hmm. or not necessarily positive or that any, any circumstance can be overcome. Mm. Like if I lost my job tomorrow, God willing, I will not lose my job You will tomorrow. not, you will not. But... God, higher power has always taken care of me. I, somehow that will lead to something else. Like I can, I'm thankful for jobs I didn't get when I was applying because I went up at where we worked mm. and I met you. Oh, you know, because there's always a reason. Do uh, you ever heard this? Uh, rejection is God's protection. Uh, or um, uh, what was I like that. I like that. Rejection is redirection. Mm, but yeah. I like that too. Yeah. You know, you can th- I can think about so many avenues where, or there was something I wanted or a relationship I thought I wanted to be in. And for whatever reason, that was not the case. And yeah. it all happened for a reason and yeah. leads you to a, a See, even just sitting here, you make me feel so. like a better, I don't know, you lift spirits. You oh, lift spirits, Melissa. You. I hope you know thank that. You, like thank you, you, thank you, thank you. I hope, I hope to be that for someone because 
I can think, I, I know people in my life who have blessed me with a word or, you know, taught me something, you know, and I'll never forget that. Like, I, I have a running list of when I win a billionaire, when oh, I win a million dollars of people who I would give money to. Because I can think about someone, even on a job, like, that yeah. taught me a skill and helped me and taught and trained me. Like, that was valuable. Like, you know. You know, I know, I'm not all jokes aside, like, I I know Excel because of you. Oh, You're a whiz at Excel. Thank you. And I'm a whiz at Excel because of a coworker I had, and she was a bridesmaid my wedding Pia oh, oh, you know yeah. so I always think about those things you know like Pia taught me Excel and she was patient with me and trained me at my job then so um I pay it for it try to pay it for it and I'm patient with people if I'm patient you with really my are. kids you know I try to I try to exude that patience you know with people because you know we're all, it's a human experience we're all on the same experience you know it's a human experience that we're all on this floating rock until the simulation reveals itself <laughs> the matrix it's really a a teenage kid playing a video game. Uh, I think I've said this now on like all my podcasts. So I don't know who I send the bill to for this, this saying, but we are all spiritual beings having human experience. Yes. So yes, if God wants to write me a check, think, I'm just joking. Just thank, joking. Thank her now. Yeah. Thank, thank her. Thank her now. But what you just said, that's so true. Um, you, I will say this. Um, it's kind of cool to meet friends in your early 30s because you mature together or it's like you know and I, it yes, has been it yes. has been um an absolute like honor like having you in my wedding when Flynn Aww. officiated Aww. I even have this picture from our wedding you were like eight months yeah like eight months pregnant with Ariana, with Ariana. Uh-huh. and like you're just and you were so happy I was like no. gosh she's not even complaining it's like and it I was your birthday even, weekend. I, could, I couldn't even drink. drink. <laughs> it was your birthday weekend. I was so, but I, this, I was so happy to be there. It was like, it was so this great honored picture. to be at your wedding. But it was with this great picture Uh-oh. of like us dancing. You yes. were so beautiful. Yeah, I, had so much, I had so much fun. That was a fun wedding. So much fun. But I just, yes. it's so great to, um, I'm just so grateful. And I, I always felt one of the things I connected with you on was um, um, without disclosing too much. I think it like, uh, my family, I love my family, but there mm-hmm. was a little chaos growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and I felt like I could always talk to you about that. And you mm-hmm. always made me feel like it was okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That's right. Exactly. Like, exactly. I would be so stressed about it, but you'd be like, no, you can, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing. That's right. It's not, it's you know? not, because we all have things. We all have things. And that always made me feel sure. like kind of seen and heard mm-hmm. when, you know, because mm-hmm. I just assumed everybody else had their shit together. And you know, you would think, no, no, no one does. No, no one, no one does. really does. No one does. But no that's one, one of the, I mean, yes. you've added so much to my life, but um, oh, here's my see. other question. Uh-huh. Um, how does your story <clears throat> inspire you to show up in this world? Um, to encourage others. Well, in my profession, fortunately, I get to um, listen to people, hear their viewpoint. And I try to be present whenever I'm listening to someone's story and what they're expressing to me and be patient and not judgmental. Um, so that, that's, I try to show up in that way, no matter what, you know, I'm doing. Um, and I've had some other, uh, employment opportunities where I've had to pray with people over the phone. Um, even work at the church, worked at a church, had to pray with people. So that teaches you that, Exercise is another muscle, I will say, in, in my brain and in my soul, you know, to be able to to do that. Um, yeah, I think I answered that question. No, you did. <laughs> you absolutely do. Like you are. You're probably, and I, I think I, I don't remember who I said this to, but, and I really mean this, like, I don't think I've ever really seen you mad. Hmm. 
You don't see me parenting. I know. I want to um, see you parent. It's that's when I get mad. No, that's the only times I get mad. I will but say. But I, I just um, I appreciate how I yes. do appreciate how you show up in this world, Melissa. Thank you. Like you show up. Okay, I actually do want to do this because I always kind of look at this podcast. Um, I said this yesterday. Like I feel like I'm building this plane while I'm flying it. Um, <laughs> but I am grateful to be able to do. But would you want to come back? Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I want to do. I'm going to do in 2024. I want to do a women's roundtable. Oh, that would, would be. Would you amazing. be on that? Yes. And you've had some amazing women mm. on. Amazing. Like I love every episode. I've learned something from every episode. Well. First of all, thank you for listening. That really means a lot. Absolutely. I feel like one of the things, the reason I wanted to do this is, and I even said this too, like I want to interview women I've met along the way. Mm, And for mm -hmm. me too, like, and I think you know this about me. um, I talk to everybody. I actually really do. I'm like my mom. (laughs) I am my mom's daughter. We'll talk to everybody. But the people I keep close to my heart are few and far between, Mm -hmm. you know? Me too. Yeah, exactly. Me too. So, and I'm really, and I, I, as I get older, I appreciate that more that like, mm-hmm. yes, I do. I talk to everyone. I, I do like mm-hmm. to ask questions about people like, how are your kids or how, mm-hmm. but, but the people that I, my, my close circle that I allow in, yes. um, I'm grateful for that. And I think as you get older, I would encourage anyone who listens to this, you know, to keep those friendships really That's right. cherished and nourished, mm-hmm. like nourish them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful for the women I have met along the way, even if I only talk to them once a year. Yes, like or if exactly. I, or like right, you know, right. I talk to once a year, or if it's over an email, or if mm-hmm. it's like a comment on a social media. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for people hearing these stories. I'm actually really excited for people to hear your story because oh. I don't know, every story's been so different. Yes, yes, um, yes. But there yes. are going to be women and men and like who relate to this. You know, mm-hmm. because one of the things that struck me so much about what you shared. As I'm telling you, it's like you refuse to be put in a box. Yeah, you grew up in the yeah. south side of Chicago mm-hmm. in a multiracial family you know, in a primarily like Hispanic and African-American neighborhood, but you're not going to mm-hmm. let that define, nope, right? define, define me. Yeah, right. Like, and I love like, hearing that. Yeah, I'm from Southside, but you know, guess what? That doesn't mean anything. You can't define me because of where I grew up or whatever. Like it can, basically. like there's parts that can shape you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But like, I really like, you. I love mm-hmm. hearing that. Or even just like the part about when you said, um, and with Catholic, you know, the Catholic guilt, but like, <laughs> I almost took it as a positive when you said, like, nope, I made a very conscious choice to mm-hmm. wait until I was 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, I didn't even hear it was out of fear, though. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hear that, though. No, it wasn't. It's just I didn't want to be a teenage mom. Like, I'm like, 18, I wouldn't be prepared to be a, a oh. mother. And, like, if I had sex right now, I could. there's a chance I can get pregnant. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, right? Like, there's a chance. <laughs> so um, it was definitely methodical, definitely planned out. I'm a planner, too. So oh, I'm, very, I'm very intentional, Ozai. I'm very intentional are. everything I do. I appreciate so, yeah, that. I, I appreciate how you show up in this world. Thank and there was you, one more thing. Like, is there anything... In the show notes. So we're going to put the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Is there anything mm-hmm. else? Should we put a link to the new the new kids tour? Hashtag new kids on the block. Hashtag yeah. Def Leppard. Yeah. Um. Hashtag would you like to be our sponsor? <laughs> Jordan Knight. Um, I just want to say this too to clarify anything. We do not objectify you. As no, a man, no, we appreciate that your your talent, your talent, your, your musical voice. You have a beautiful voice. Like God, you know what I think of though. Not that I don't love step by step, but I always think of. Um, remember in 1999 when he came out with that song? He's like at a carnival. Yes, like baby, if I give it to you, you. yes, that's what I think. We of. can only sing so much, or we'd be sued, right? Oh, sorry, copyright. <laughs> but I'm like, oh man, that's like the Jordan I had like on a that. chunky turtleneck. Yeah, okay. ripped, a white ribbed. Some neck. chunky shoes. <laughs> bring that back. It was a time. But I think, okay, so we'll put that there. Is mm-hmm. there anything else you, is there any, like, anybody you want to give a shout out to in the show notes? Or is there anything you want to link to in this, like, South Shore or anything? Hmm. I cannot think of anything. Well, if you do, yeah. 
Um, thank you so much for being oh, here. This was like so cool, me. Melissa. Thank you for having me. Um, like, <laughs> what'd you feel? You feel good? I feel good. Yeah. Cause you want to do it again? Vibing. Yeah. We're exactly. going to do this again. Yes. We're going to come back and talk about like the new year, talk about like women's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's incredible. I don't know. I saw one. I want to point out too. Like, I love that you're married to a minister. Because <laughs> I feel like he probably learns from you. He you, does. you know what I mean? I, that, that's my goal is to change his way of thinking about religion. Yeah. Because well, my, religion was created you know, by men. It was, and that's and people. Exactly. And that's what happens. Exactly. You know, it's been used as a weapon. It has it's still used as a weapon. So that's dumb problem. that it's used as a weapon. It is, so yes. You know what? You know who doesn't like weapons? God. <laughs> Jesus. She sure does not. She sure does not. <laughs> and on that note, I'm just, no, I love that though. I love that. I'll have to find. Um, I'm gonna probably, I, you know, I might find a link to some feminist nun website. <laughs> you know, but one more thing I want to say before we end is I love mm. how you said that feminism is not a dirty word. Yes. Thank you for saying not, that. I think it's not. a. Re- it just should a be a really up, a lift, a uplifting word. That's Ladies, all. let's uplift right. each other. Let's yes. uplift each other. Women supporting women. Women men supporting women. Yeah. Women supporting men. Yeah. And people supporting people. That's right. At the end of the day, let's just support each other, people. Women supporting humans. Yeah, because when the aliens come, they need to see. (laughs) We need to unite. We need to unite. So there'll be no difference. We'll be like all these tags. (laughs) Um, Well, I just want to thank everyone for taking time to listen today. I also, um, because this is the 10th episode. Thank you, Melissa. And um, this will air in December of 2023. I want to thank everybody who... um, Listen to that Spotify wrapped. I didn't even know that was a thing. And I think I put that on there and I'm so grateful for everyone who's listening. It really does. Um, If I haven't met you, I want to thank you for taking time to listen. It means a lot. This is something that I genuinely come from my heart. Um, If you have a story to share, and I really mean this, and if you feel brave enough that you want to come on, please submit your story to I'm so glad you asked podcast at gmail.com. I also have an Instagram, which is I'm so glad you asked podcast. Um, I'm so glad you asked as part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. This episode of I'm So Glad You Asked was edited by Josh Finfrock. <laughs>